Seltzer Kings Podcasts. On today's episode, when to leave your partner behind, where to get the freshest steaks, and why is it so hard to talk to kids about sex? All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the red lights. Who do yeah? The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information. Talk to my goddess and my savior, my LBT. Just tell me what's going on with me. Oh my god. This is Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg, the podcast. Uh, <laughs> with me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Clark Roser. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How are uh, you? I am doing okay. It has been um, a rough couple of weeks. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Starting, starting with you, actually. Yeah, because that's right. We've had some, On the first. We've had some COVID scares and then yep. a lot of other stuff we'll talk about. But what, tell us what happened with you. Okay, first thing that happened was, uh, you know, my my grandmother is 90 years old <gasps> nanny. Uh, and she hasn't good old nanny. And I she, uh, one out she for has nanny, but she'd be mad that I wasted the wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would. Uh, she was not feeling that great for a while. And, you know, being 90, she might need she lives alone in this giant house. Yeah. And we were getting some uh, some people to come in and help her out and be with her and take care of her. And of course, right around the time that we do that, we spend nine months apart. Nobody sees her. She's all alone in this house. And then one, two weeks She's not feeling good. We come in, we try and help her out. We bring in other people. And that's the time that she, uh, of course, gets COVID. Of course. So then she got COVID and we found out on January 1st. She's, of course, doing fine right now. That's the best part. The best yeah. part is she's good. You're like, this uh, is how- so annoying. And Nanny's funeral <laughs> is tomorrow. Exactly. I want to make sure that we say Nanny's doing good. Uh, but yeah, uh, my wife, my son, my parents, myself. We were all nervous then that we were going to get it. So we all have to, we had to quarantine and get tested and do all the stuff. And yeah, because you out, were all over there helping yeah, her out because she didn't out. have anybody. That's when exactly you had helpers it. come in, but you were all there because she was having trouble. You know, she was being and we, we were, we were hiring these helpers, right? We were there, you know, interviewing people gotcha. and talking to people. So it was, uh, it was a little bit uh, just horrible timing. And then uh, so, yeah, luckily, none of us uh, were tested positive. So we were all good. None of us got it. Um, uh, but we found out right around the fifth. Yeah. Which then the world blew up. Well, then on the fifth, I went to Costco to shop for my dad. Right. And I'm at Costco and all of a sudden. My throat hurts. And mm. my tonsils are really big and I'm having a lot of trouble swallowing. I I get out of Costco. I did buy the stuff. I don't know if that was <laughs> responsible or not, but I was already in there. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. Um, 
I get the stuff. Normally I would get home and just, you know, put everything away and say hi to my dad and all this stuff. I put everything I bought on the counter next to the fridge. I walked to my dad's room, knocked on the door. And from outside in the hall, I said, my throat hurts. My tonsils are swollen. I can't swallow. I'm going in my room and I'm going to make an appointment for a test for a COVID test. And basically... (sighs) And of course, my dad was like, it doesn't really matter. We're always together. If you have it, we, you know, it's like all for one and one for dead. Yeah. But um, and I'm like, well, why don't I just do everything I can to not infect you? Should I right. be ill with a deadly virus? So I just go in my room. Um, I get in bed. I feel shitty. I spend, uh, then I, I did go right online right then to book a COVID test. This was Wednesday afternoon. The first one I could get was Friday afternoon. So I, you know, just stayed in bed. My whole plan was to sleep all day. I mean, I came out to pee. I came out, you know, maybe to get water, but I basically like vampired the whole situation because my dad goes to bed early. My dad's usually in bed at nine 30 you know, and just hangs out and then goes to sleep. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to sure. let him go in his room and that's when I'll come to life and live. Right. Um, exactly. So, yeah. So I just, I mean, I really just slept. Um, I went to go get my COVID test. I just slept and really kept myself isolated. Um, and then I got the results that my test came back negative, which is excellent. Um, but in between that, this was Wednesday, you'll remember. So I woke up, I went to bed going, George is going to do the right thing. According to me, I don't mean to get political, (laughs) but according to me, Georgia was doing the right thing. And I, and, and that was like, you know, called and really projected when I went to bed the next day. Or that night. Yeah. The next morning I wake up. I In fact, I think one of them, one of of the guys was called, I think, the night before. Absolutely. So it was like 50-50 at that point. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Raphael, whose whose last name I should know right now, but I can't (laughs) think of it. He had been confirmed. The race had been called for him. And the other, the young guy. um, And (laughs) as my friend said, she said, Georgia's really changed. They voted out the Republicans for a black guy and a Jewish man. That's how she she's our yes. meeting, and that's how she put it, which it's is true. Just like, I know it is. So um, I wake amazing. up knowing that, and then I turn on me t- my TV, of course, and I'm like, "What's going?" Actually, no. I opened Facebook and I saw mm-hmm. a mutual friend of ours oh. post. You know riot at statuary hall i can't remember how she phrased it oh yeah and so i turn on my tv i'm like what and then i see the riot and see what's going on and i go in to talk to my dad and i say are you watching this and he goes, yeah, yeah, I was watching it all morning. He's just kind of bored. And I'm like, what? And he was talking about he had been watching the actual Electoral College. Georgia procedure. elections. Yes. No, no, no. The, exactly. the, um, the Senate confirming the the Electoral College. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That whole thing. Right, 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 right. So, right. And he gave up on that Absolutely. before the Civil War started. 
So I say to him, right. oh, they're rioting. They're rioting the Capitol. And he goes, what? And he turns off. He's watching some talking gorilla movie. So my dad watches everything. <laughs> and he, I go, is this Mighty okay. Joe Young? And he's like, no, it's Ivan something. Um, Ivan I think it was called something. the one and only Ivan in the end. Oh, so, okay. And right. my dad was, uh, you know, that concerned and interested that he turned off <laughs> his talking gorilla movie to That's watch impressive. what was happening. So um, for all of you, you know, two weeks ago, we did not put a show out. We went dark. And it just, it kind of wasn't the time. You know, usually I go on on Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, hey, a new episode's out. And I'm like, "I'm that's not something I'm doing today. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I guess there's something to say for like, oh, if people enjoy the show, it would have been a nice thing for them to have, you know. But it just, the whole thing was a mess and scary and amazing and surprising and not surprising at all. So, yeah, when something think? as crazy as this as as terrifying, as big as this happens, it's hard not to talk about it. Right. The, we started our first podcast that we're recording since it's happened. And immediately we want to talk about stuff like this. Yeah. But it also makes it really hard to listen to stuff that isn't talking about it, because then it, you're yeah. like, you're living in a different world, people, because I'm living in a new world where crazy shit is happening. It's so. Yeah. And also because the show is so conversational and it's like that's. When something important and yeah. and significant and yeah. scary and all that stuff happens, you know, and then I just hear, you know, hey, on this week's, you know, whatever, we're talking <laughs> right. about gummy worms. We're, you know, it's exactly. like watching it's like watching We've TV got- shows now. And from before, even just earlier last year, and you go, you can't have that many people in the courtroom. You know, (laughs) it's like now we watch exactly glasses. But anyway, you know, this isn't a political show. I know I kind of tipped my hat to my viewpoint, but we want to make it accessible to anybody. But obviously, this is such a big thing that's happened and happening that you know i wanted to address it i wanted to address it but absolutely um, but on a funnier note i will say well also because of our covid scares clark and clark's family and me and my dad this is actually the first time that we are recording remotely clark is at his house and i am at mine usually because we're both very careful about quarantining and his family works at home and goes to school at home my dad doesn't work i'm not working we have been recording together so this is the first time we're doing it separately kind of like like we had our you were part of our little bubble right you were you were included you had a little like you know when there's like a big big bubble and then a little bubble kind of attaches to it that was that was you you kind of attached to our bubble i was like so you got to see mimi and papa you got to see everything i couldn't hug them though but yeah i was like a a leech pod that sucked onto (laughs) your pod like a like a lamprey Um, Uh, But so far, I think this is working really nicely. The only thing, and I know nobody's going to really care about this because they don't see this, but we have a video so that we can see each other while we're talking. And you are absolutely about five to six seconds, the video behind your voice. Oh, really? So I can't look at you. I can't look at you. Okay, I'm not going to look at you either. It's so weird. 
to I see. I was not looking out of disgust. Oh, speaking of <laughs> disgust and, and not disgust, because actually I think in our first episode, we, we talked about poop today oh, yeah. for not the first time, you know, we're supposed to record it. Okay. Let's record it two thirty, And then I text Clark and I go, not for the first time. Hey, I need a little extra time. I have to poop. So just so you know, I'm feeling better going into this and, uh, good, good. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being here and listening. And do we have, uh, do we have any questions? We do. We have, uh, we have a couple of great questions here and, uh, why don't we get into answering some questions? Excellent. We need a, a a new question jingle. Don't we? I feel like we we should get a question jingle. Question jingle. I love our jingles. All right. Question number one. All right. This is from It's Just Quinquin. Okay. That's the whole name. It's Just Quinquin. And It's Just Quinquin asks, how do you get a partner to take you out on dates if they never want to go anywhere? <laughs> Sorry for that great noise. Yeah, um, LB, you have a little experience with this, don't you? I have a little experience with this. In, in yeah. a couple different, like a few different things, like spooshed through my brain just now. Yeah. Which is, um, well, first of all, talk to them, ask them. I tell yeah. them it's important to me that I go out. Also, look at whether, you know, if what is important to you and what you really want doesn't seem to be important to your partner, that might be a bigger issue. Yeah. And um, also what I ran into in one of my gorgeous relationships that was well worth my time <laughs> um, was, you know, every, let's just take movies, for example. Yeah. I, um, you know, oh, I want to see this. Like, oh, no, I'm not going to see that. You know, I'm not going to see that. Yeah. When was the uh, star is born yeah. and the original, oh, yeah, we, yeah. Weren't, we weren't dating 50 years ago, but um, right. <laughs> so, and I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm not going to go see that. And, you know, now that everything's transpired and it's been over for a little while, which obviously I'm well over, as you can tell from the fucking angry tone <laughs> of my voice. Um, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a different question. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, this turns into my therapy session. Um, yeah, exactly. I really regret not just saying, "Okay, hey, Clark and Karen, let's go see this movie." Yeah, you know, I really regret exactly. because it wasn't like you know my ex boyfriend did. He always wanted to hang out with me. He didn't want to not be with me. He always right. wanted to be with me. Right, and so I really regret saying okay i'm going to the movies with them and then if he's gonna say well but i'm saying you don't want to see it exactly that's exactly right and just because they don't want to do something just because they don't want to do something doesn't mean you shouldn't do it if you want to go do something specific go do it if they love you they'll join you if if you're the kind of relationship that doesn't need to be together all the time great yeah. But either way, something's going to work itself out. You got to you got to do what's right for you. That being said, you never took Karen out to sushi. It's true, but that's only because <laughs> I don't eat sushi. I know. So you it's very hard. For me. You know, do you know that you sushi know how much actually rice they have? 
Mr. Yeah, it's rice true. eater. It's true. I could eat just rice for the rest of my life. Rice. I was thinking about this last night. I don't know if this would be a horrible diet or a a, a wonderful diet. If all I ate was rice and Benihana's ginger sauce, I could survive <sighs> for at least a month. I think without eating anything but rice and Benihana's ginger sauce. Um, but you get to drink water. But I can drink water. I could drink oh, okay, water. Good. Those three things, I feel like I would that would all I could survive for a month. I could do a full survivor if they would just give me rice and Benihana's ginger sauce. Well, you can buy Benihana ginger sauce and you can make rice. So what are you doing in February? <laughs> Is it the the Benihana ginger challenge? Exactly. It's your <laughs> Movember. <laughs> All ginger, all July. And Karen really supports you. And on Valentine's Day, she makes your rice into a heart. <laughs> you know, and um, see, that's a, anyway, but, <laughs> that I do feel like I feel like uh, um, even from the guy's side, if you're dating somebody and they want to go do something and you're not in the mood or you don't want to do it. You get a, a a handful of those every once in a while. Yeah, but it cannot 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 become a normal thing for dudes to just be like no nah, i don't want to do it no nah, i don't want to do it you will eventually lose the person that you are dating yeah and it's obviously it's not you know this this uh what's the name of the what's the name of the questioner person uh it's just quinn quinn it's just quinn oh that sounds like a schminstagram person probably yeah, it's a schminstagram um you know, she's saying they never want to go anywhere. Exactly. You know, it's not like, exactly. Well, I wanted to go skydiving in India and my boyfriend didn't want to, you know. Exactly. Obviously, it's not a, it's not a once to, in a while thing. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to, you know, get called on the carpet for not wanting to do something you absolutely hate, scared of, whatever. Exactly. But if who you're with <laughs> never wants to go do anything or specifically never wants to do anything you want to do, that's exactly. a problem, you know, the very first step, big problem. The first step very would be talking problem. to them. The second step would be, hey, go out. Well, right now, don't go out very many places Yeah, or go out on a drive. Yeah, you know, if that's right. what you can do right now, it's like, hey, I want to go to a drive. I want to go. Yeah. If there's no one on the beach, I want to walk around down there and say, OK, if you don't want to go, I'm still right. going. But um, yeah, they they can't they can't uh, order you and tell you how to live your life exactly. if you want to do stuff go do stuff make they'll they'll learn hey i'm gonna coin a phrase just okay. do it hey i like that that's a very uh it's a very thought out very meaningful phrase it has and a i'll lot be of, like uh, hey did you just do it check <laughs> <laughs> i'm a genius we, sh we should copyright that we should yeah uh, okay. Thank you. It's just Quinn Quinn. I hope you have, uh, I hope this helped you out a little bit, uh, and please get your partner to take you out on places. That's, that's horrible. Uh, all right. Question number two is actually, uh, one of, if not my very favorite question of all time here on, Ooh. uh, bad advice with Lori Beth Denberg. So okay. And it is from, uh, a wonderful lady by the name of Linnea. Here it is. Hey, Merry Christmas. My name is Linnea, and I'm up in the mountains in California, and there's a weird thing. There's a cow, a black cow that's loose. I didn't even know there were cows up here, but it's loose, 
and has been roaming around for, I think, five or six days, and I don't know what to do to catch it. Do you have any cow advice? Thank you. Yay, cow advice. That is my favorite person and question of right? all time. Right? And everybody, prove me wrong. Send in your questions from now on yes. and Hello, try we, to top I, this. Let's let's count this as the bar. All right, people? This, this is, is the officially bar. the bar that you need to cross. This is the best question. Okay, Linnea, first of all, thank you for being a vigilant citizen and reporting <laughs> this to the proper authority, me. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you said also Merry Christmas. Obviously, this happened a, a few weeks ago, so I hope you're yeah. okay. Yeah, um, I, I should I should say this was a phone call that we got uh, about two or three weeks ago, but because of everything that's been happening, we couldn't get to it until yeah. today. So I hope everything worked out okay, Linnea. Um, if the cow is still out there, I mean, that's a truly free-range animal. (laughs) I would suggest either calling animal control or a butcher. (laughs) And... I mean, if, if fresh meat, if you're not a vegetarian, that's, you know, or is it one of those things where it was on my land? Um, what if uh, what if what if she just happened to have like a bale of hay out there and the, the cow came like was eating almost like, you know, when you're not supposed to feed stray cats? Yes. Because then they'll just keep coming back to you. What if she was been feeding this cow for a while? And it just keeps coming back to her house and she doesn't know how to get rid of it. How do you get rid of a cow? You don't. Well, it's funny because when you were saying like she puts a bale of hay, I was picturing like that cartoon trap where they eat the hay and then the big net falls from the sky over them. (laughs) And she captures this cow. Um, (laughs) Cows are so big and stinky and they're supposed to be. There was once in Orlando when we were doing all that, there was some sketch and there was a cow. The cow was in the studio, wow. which I they brought a cow in the studio, they brought a cow in the studio, which is not right. I felt bad. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a heart to heart with the cow. And then at the same time, I was like, you're stinky because I just talked to animals. And then right. the owner was like, well, it's a cow. And I was like, oh, I <laughs> but I just remember Did that it poop on the stage. I do not believe it pooped on the stage. I think it was I, a good okay, cow. Uh, I, I have to say, we I didn't work with a cow, but I did work uh, in my college years. I worked at Universal Studios at the theme park, and one of the shows that I did there was the Wild West Stunt Show. Yes. And in the Wild West Stunt Show, we had a horse, and the horse <gasps> yeah. would come out, and we actually had to get rid of it because of this particular problem that kept happening over and over again. Uh, we had a horse, and his name was Butch. Butch was wonderful white horse glorious amazing pretty sweet very sweet horse he used to feed the horse and pet it all the time but it i swear to god it would wait to go to the bathroom until a show it would wait until there was about two thousand people in the audience and it was in front of them before it would you know open up its legs and just start doing its business in the middle of the show obviously the best part (laughs) 
if I were to see that, I would think, wow, how did they train that horse to do that? (laughs) Tell me that didn't get the biggest laugh every friggin' time. Every single time. It was just, it would get applause. It was amazing. So how come it, so how come Butch was retired? He was retired because people, they, they were getting (laughs) some complaints, I believe, from uh, mothers and uh, whatever of uh, a little bit of a, how do, how, do, how do I say it? The horse's Schwanstucker. It was like um. Oh, was I was watching a lovely Wild West stunt show, and then me and my <laughs> child had to see a giant horse thingy. Exactly. It unfurled, and it really made me realize how little my <laughs> husband's penis is. And I did not come here to be confronted by the reality of my shortcomings and my unhappiness. Before this, my child didn't know there were horses or penises. (laughs) Oh, dear. So, so yeah, that was uh, that was a sad day that we retired the horses. But uh, that doesn't really help. You make it sound like, well, Butch, this is your last show. No, 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 no. Butch went to go live with one of the stunt people. He he retired with the rest of us. I would love, I really love horses and I rode horses early, not like one of those crazy rich kids that like rides horses, but just like, (laughs) you know, at camp or different places. I would really love to, to go pet a horse right now and scratch. It's like those big cheeks. Yeah, we, we actually, Karen and I, uh, we live in this uh, part of the, uh, of LA that is a little bit of horse country. There are people here that have horses and there's horse trails and tons of stuff over here. So there have been conversations of, you know, maybe one of these days we move into one of those houses that has a little bit of a stable or something. (laughs) Karen wants a horse so bad. Oh, baby. I know. All right. So, you know what? Let's get back to it, though. Linnea, listen. Linnea. Listen. Please, please call back and let us know how this resolved. If we do not hear back from you within, uh, I'll give you one month. I'm going to assume that the cow got you and is holding you hostage. Yeah, absolutely. And and so I'm I'm worried. I want to make sure this worked out. Um, So please call us back and give us the update. I'm kind of hoping that she adopted the cow. Like it was a stray cat and she just kind of let it come into the house every once in a while. And it, it became was in part of the family. It was in a relationship with an abusive farmer. <laughs> and it just exactly. needed, it was like that movie, uh, uh, the Julia Roberts movie. What was that one called? Pretty, Sleeping pretty woman. The, no, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, thank you, Lene. I really, thank really you. appreciate that question. That was a great question. Uh, let's move on to question number three. This is from Gary. Uh, and Gary is, I believe, from Facebook land. And Gary asks, my kids and I want a pet, but my husband is allergic to most fur or hair on animals. What pet would be a good addition to our family? Oh, well, my first question is, how attached are you to your husband? Because <laughs> really. And, and question number two, are there any stray cows outside? <laughs> Maybe there's the answer right there. Gary, call Linnea. I think she has a lead. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> fur's got to be different than leather, right? He's not allergic to leather. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, there are several options that are kind of well known. Uh, there are certain hypoallergenic dogs. Doodles, Labradoodles, sure. Golden Doodles are one. Yeah. That's one of the uh, selling points, which I hate to say yeah. because I'd really like to adopt a dog. Again, not yeah. to get political, but <laughs> part of the appeal of a doodle is that they are hypoallergenic or supposed yep. to be um, there. I don't know the stats on this, too, but there are hairless cats and hairless dogs yes. that are yeah, like uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, I was going to say that are creepy, but yeah. I used to, when I walk dogs, um, I would go to this one park all the time and there was uh, these really great people and they had a hairless dog, it's like a mid-sized yeah. dog. And this dog, I wish I could remember his name. He was always wearing like a neon T-shirt and sunglasses, kind of like sun goggles. <laughs> he just looked like he was a surfer guy, sweet dog running around, but they had to protect him. You know, so there are those things, right. but I don't know because hairless dogs often have like maybe some hair on their head or a little something. So I don't know right. if that would um, cause a problem dander wise because we all know it's the dander. Um, but I also don't know sure, if that's sure, true sure, sure. between fur and hair. There are some dogs that have hair, like Havanese with a J. Right, um, right. Havanese are little dogs. Uh, but Gary does say. Gary does say she uh, that he husband is allergic to most fur or hair. I yeah no I I I did hear that. So I mean, is he allergic to you and or your children? Yeah, yeah. I know. So she seriously. I, I know she said hair. So I was wondering if if that has been scientifically proven or whatever. Mm. But so the doodles there are. A few hypoallergenic things. I mean, if we want to go way down, we can get some fish. You can get some fish or, or a snake. A snake. I hope you have small children and you a get a dangerous a snake. snake. A snake, actually, a lizard <laughs> and iguana. There's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not very cuddly. Or a bird, which birds can be weird, but birds can also be awesome. And if dude is allergic to feathers, you know, uh, really, I, come on, curb kick. I, I, I. I feel like I uh, one of my friends uh, on online has a uh, uh, I believe it started as their kids science project or something, but then it just became a pet for the family. They have two or three praying mantises. <gasps> oh, is it size big or praying mantises? Manti, man, man, mantaroos, man, mantelese, uh, whatever they're called. <laughs> Die fighters. They're big and they, you know, she like sits on her shoulder. It's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, I, I don't know. Just just a thought. You could get uh, insects. The, you uh, you could get insects. You could get right? insects to feed to your iguana or snake. Sure. Um, but on the if you're looking for the cuddle factor yeah. of a pet, you know, yeah. look into um hypoallergenic dogs find someone maybe that has one i know i mean we're in covid times it's yeah. it's so easy like find someone that has one and go make your husband rub its you know rub its face <laughs> and kiss it and see if he dies there um, you go. if that's a chance i'm willing to take <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know yeah and there's 
there and there is something to be said actually it is a lot of work but for having an aquarium yeah. You know, not just a goldfish in a bowl and not just a beta fish in the bowl, which is kind of easy because you can only have one. Well, unless you're running a, a fighting ring, you can only have right. one beta fish in a bowl. Right. Why do they call beta fish and not alpha fish? I don't know. Because like I wish the deal I... is that they're alpha. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it, look. Hey, I've never liked fish. I don't eat fish. <laughs> fish are not my friends. Fish can suck it. I, I don't touch. But that's anything what the shark said. <laughs> In Finding Nemo, he said fish are friends. They're not food. That's true. Uh, I could be friends with a fish. I are guess, you saying you're nice. better than the shark from Finding yes. Nemo? Yes. Yes, I am. I am better than that goddamn shark. Okay. I, I, I concede. I accept that answer. <laughs> so Gary, thank you for, thank you very much for writing in. Hopefully any of those things will work. And, um, I am not legally liable if your husband becomes ill or dies from kissing someone else's doodle. That sounded, that could be taken many ways. That would be, yeah. That's a that's a you know a sound bite that could be taken away out of context. <laughs> context. Okay, thank true. you, Gary. Um, okay, so Gary, thank you so much. Uh, moving on to our our fourth and final question for this segment. Uh, this is actually uh, a little bit of a funny question. He gets a uh, he gets the question out, but then he kind of loses his nerve. Let, let's oh. let's listen in. Hey, my name is Terrence Wilson. Should I watch Pete and Pete at my party? I was stupid. <laughs> and Terrence. that's it. That, that's my favorite part is that when he's hanging up, you can hear him saying to himself, oh, that was so stupid. Oh, Terrence, first of all, thank you for your call. <laughs> that wasn't stupid. We're, this, no. so, this segment is now about Terrence's self-esteem and his right <laughs> to make phone calls. Right? Because Why did the, he give yeah, up? Because the answer to that question is, you know, it's always good to watch Pete and Pete, although what kind of party is it? Exactly. You know, is it like That's people a... over to the house after a funeral? <laughs> right. It might not be appropriate. Or it might be great because it'll make them laugh. Wow. Um, but Terrence, well, what I also love is that you know, kind of most people maybe know he might have had the option, like if the lady was like, if you're happy with your message, press one to delete, to re-record, <laughs> press two. But I like that he didn't take that option. There's nothing right. stupid about that question. And there's nothing Absolutely stupid not. about you, Terrence. You're number I, one. You know why beta fishes aren't alpha fishes? Because Terrence is the goddamn alpha fish. <laughs> Betas take a back seat. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much for your call, Terrence. Anytime you want to call in. Yeah. And please call back with the, here's a good, some good advice for all of you people out there. Think about the question you want to ask before you call. Don't wait until the, the answering machine goes beep before you're like, what what question I should ask. Or that thing where I forget who I called. <laughs> exactly. And it's like beep, and I'm like, uh, 
Clark. Hey, LB. <laughs> Thank you, Terrence. Exactly. Thank you very much. Honestly. Thank you so much. That was uh that was a good try, a good effort. You get uh you get uh, an E for effort on that one. Uh, all right. So we're moving out of the questions now. It's time to play our our favorite bit. LB helps you waste your life. Ooh. And now another rousing segment of LB helps you waste your life. <sighs> All right. How exciting. I'm really excited. Okay, to what do we got? Talk to you because I, I sent you a few of their videos. I did. Um, there are these guys, Rhett and Link, R-H-E-T-T and L-I-N-K. They're they have an overall show brand, whatever, called Good Mythical Morning. Yep. And on I've, YouTube. On YouTube. And I'm sure yep. they have goodmythicalmorning.com. I'm sure there's yeah, a lot sure. to it. I came to know <laughs> them through, and it's funny, I think in our last episode, actually, um, someone named Rich wrote in to ask how to mitigate social media. And one of the things I oh, talked yeah, about yeah, in yeah, that yeah. episode was how I get caught up in scrolling them. You know, you watch one video on Facebook, then another, then the next, then the next, then the next. That's how I found yep. Rhett and Link. Falling That's how I the found these hole. guys. Um, but they, mm. unlike political videos that make me, you know, murderous, um, they're just really funny. They have been friends Forever. I, they grew yes. up together, I think, yeah. in Georgia or somewhere in the South. And now they both live in Los uh, Angeles. North Carolina. Oh, North, North Carolina. Carolina. And yep. so they both kind of got like a Southern, you know, uh, sensibility. But they're right. really fun Gentle, and funny. Gentleman charm, I like to call it. They have a little gentleman's charm. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um, so I haven't seen all of their big stuff. I, you know, just realized they have all this, you know, like longer content. But what yeah. I would see in the Facebook video feeds is just kind of four to six minute uh, videos. And they do a lot of different stuff. Some of my favorite, these are the ones I sent to you, Clark, is kind of contests. Yeah. They will get like, did I send you? I sent you the one about the pancakes. It'll be international pancakes. Yes, I love the pancakes. Know, game. So what they'll do is they will be served pancakes from, you know, different countries. And then there's a dartboard with a right. map of the world with the countries labeled the ones that are in play. So they will have to eat these, you know, meals, concoctions, whatever it is, because they've done all different, you know, birthday meals and different Subway sandwiches from international places and Pizza Hut yeah. from, uh, from different countries. So they have to then guess where they think this is from and then try to hit it with a dart on the big dartboard map. So it, right. that's what's funny about it. It's not just a guessing game where you get it right or wrong. You then also. <laughs> then there's a have to be good at darts. Yeah, because even if I say, oh, it's Venezuela and I throw it and I hit China and, you know, you, I guess it would be Rhett and Link. If I Rhett. <laughs> yeah. thought it yes. was Venezuela, but I hit China on the dartboard and you, Clark link thought it was china but you hit venezuela 
then you would win because it's actually the score is based on how many centimeters your dart is from the correct answer. So it's right. really you can fun. guess the wrong, wrong answer as much as you want. You can. Exactly. It's just about the the exactly. dart. And so that that just makes me laugh. It also really makes me laugh that that Rhett uh, of the two of them, you can tell is like much more competitive because when he's waiting, then they have a mm. woman with this very soothing voice who says, you've just Oh, I love eaten. the woman with the voice. Right? She'll be like, you've just eaten, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they are popular in... This is from Puerto India. Rico. Yeah. But so while this <laughs> lovely woman is like, you know, getting through the answer, you will see Rhett just kind of with his eyes closed, like kind of like, you make my answer right. I really want my answer to be right. Like he's almost praying. <laughs> like you can tell that he's really competitive. Then right. um, the other guy's like, I meanwhile, don't know. there's no, there's no reward. Nobody, whoever wins, just wins that episode. It's not like they oh, get yes, anything. Exactly. It's, there's no, there's Sometimes, nothing that they're well, fighting is, for. You know what? I will say this though, uh, to taking another one that's also kind of a contest. Ooh, and I just thought of another one that's really. Awesome. They'll do these Ooh. when it's not guessing the country, it's guessing the decade, you know, like soda oh. through time. And it'll be like, oh, here right. is the Dr. Pepper. And then it's a shuffleboard situation. Right. Where they have to play shuffleboard and they're, they're shuffle. What's the thing that you scooch? The, the puck? The, uh, I guess so. I didn't know if that was sure. called the shuffle or the shuffle. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Let's go with so, shufflecock. You know, I like on, shufflecock. On the, is that what the woman complained about, about the horse in the Wild West show? <laughs> um, like, my daughter saw his shufflecock. shufflecock. Um <laughs> So they will have to say, oh, this is Dr. Pepper. I think this is from the 1950s. And the shuffleboard is, you know, marked up with probably eight decades, 1950s, 60s, 70s. So again, not only are they guessing the answer, but then they need to get their shufflecock where you know, in the proper, you know, spot. spot. Yeah. And, and again, even if you don't know the answer, but you end up in the right spot, you win. And of course there's kind of a croquet aspect to it where they like, I'm just going to knock you off the board you know, <laughs> and see what happens. So that's really fun. But as far as like in those at the end of it, th there is a bit, of, for some reason I it's, they have to put something down their pants. In, after whoever loses a shuffleboard. But as far as there being uh, consequences, yes, there yes. are some consequences. They'll do things where, uh, like this one that I just watched, what had to do with infrared light or not hmm. infrared. What's the thing where something's behind and if it's, and whatever, whatever's looking at it, if it's blue, it's cold, but if it's red, it's hot. Oh, thermal. Thermal, thermal vision, thermal vision. So thermal vision. So there'll be two things behind a little whatever with thermal vision visioning at it. And one of them will be real. And one of them is a mock-up. Mm. And so say it's, you know, there's, you can see the outlines though. It's like, oh, and it's cold. That's an ice cream sundae. And those are hot pretzels. So which do 
they have to pick, well, they get to pick, like, basically pick straws. And whoever has the longest straw gets to choose. Mm. So then, you know, they reveal them. So let's say Rhett will say, okay, I want that ice cream sundae. I think that's real. So he gets the ice cream sundae and Link gets the hot pretzels. So yeah. then they have to taste them. Now, one of them is real. Say the ice cream sundae is real. That means the pretzels okay. are made of something awful. Oh, edible, no. Edible, not poisonous, but awful. It'll be like, these were made by mixing crickets and toothpaste. Like, oh. it's really crazy. So in those, and, and it gets very exotic. They they have a very talented um, the staff Cook, there. chef. Yeah, yeah, chef, yeah, yeah. Whatever, and innovative, and they really just go the distance to create some really interesting things. Like, oh, well, my other one that I say yeah. that I like is they have these, you know, will it waffle, will it burrito, oh, you know, will it blank? Nice. And that just means that, you know, here we have a burrito, will blank burrito will panda express will it burrito and they will concoct oh. a burrito made of panda express but in a in a very elaborate way like it's like we um made our own tortillas infused with ground orange chicken and inside huh. we put like they will make anything and it's so innovative and then at the end they 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 taste it Rhett and link and they either love it or they hate it and they say so panda express will it will it waffle no or yes um it's just it's right. really funny it's really really funny and the guys are great and then the 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 few that I've seen that you uh, sent to me, it they they never it it never turns into jackass. It's never like you have to eat this whole thing, and they're like, oh, they're hating it, and they're eating like gross shit, like toilet paper or anything. No, 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 no. It's no. it's all edible stuff, and if it, even if it's a bad thing, usually at least from what I've seen, they take a bite and go, ooh, that's horrible, and then they put it down and they're done. Yeah, they're not they, being forced yeah, to do anything. No, it's not. It's not a prank show. It's yeah, nothing not like all. that. It's not me spirited it's all Not kind of all. full of love and light competitivity wait competitiveness competitivity um hey i have another uh little bit of uh trivia here Ooh. uh rhett and link met in 1984 which means their friendship is officially one year younger than ours because we met in 1983 oh so Should we have a friend off with them? <laughs> just Are you saying. challenging them to a game of chicken in the pool next year? I, I'm just saying they might think their friendship is all that, but he, uh, we've got uh, at least a year on them. We we've will got take you on anytime, Rhett any day. Link. But anyway, <laughs> I really you could look up Rhett and Link. You could look up Good Mythical Morning. They're um, good guys. But as far as the rabbit hole down which i my thumb scrolls me in facebook videos sometimes those are really bright spots so thank yeah. you sirs and waste your Yay. life go forth and waste your life listener yes. <laughs> all right thank you so much 
And now, another rousing segment of LB Helps You Waste Your Life. That was nice. All right. Well, let's move on to our final question of the podcast. I'm glad to say that this question is from Jamie Lee. And this is from Facebook land as well. And Jamie Lee has a very simple but complicated question for us, LB. And that question is... Please help me have the talk with my kids. Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's the whole question. Please help me have the talk with my kids. There's several things going on here. First of all, that's a very big question. Second of all, you're asking it to me. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Jamie Lee. Because, I mean, that just it really implies some some trust and faith in me. Yeah, like she's really gonna t- she's gonna like i can't talk to them until i hear the podcast you know or like maybe she- he even even afterwards she won't have the guts to do it she'll just sit the kids down in front of this podcast and make them listen to us right now <laughs> like maybe she well, can't even get that courage no what she's gonna do is uh because i'm not gonna suss out the birds and the bees right now i'm still (laughs) learning but um we're gonna get a call from her kids in a couple weeks going my mom won't have the talk with us can you help (laughs) um which i don't i mean her son in my in my story just now is about three and a half so i don't know yeah exactly my mom won't i don't know if the four-year-old needs but, um, <laughs> but this is actually a really good question because yeah. um, we all know you and I from growing up, I almost said growing up quite recently, but I guess it was about 30 <laughs> years ago since we yeah, started was, our journey. Um, it was a while. You know, sex ed, I think, started, I don't know, when we were like 11 or 12, right around there. Mm. And I think the most important thing for anybody listening is to base what you want to tell your kids in reality. Yes. Which means, you know, it's normal. Those feelings, you know, feelings of sexuality are normal. They're expected. They are, you know, not that everybody has, you know what? Here's my advice. Here's my good advice. Yeah. Actually, this is bad advice. So take it with a grain of salt. Actually, don't. What I will say, Jamie. Jesus. Here's the advice. Ask ask a different (laughs) podcast. Um, (laughs) No, watch the show Big Mouth on Netflix. Seriously, watch the show Big Mouth on Netflix. I feel like. That's uh, that's what's his name show. That's. Who's the actor that does big and John? Yeah. Yeah. And John Mulaney. Yeah. Um, So this show for anyone who hasn't seen it is an animated show on Netflix. It's quite explicit. It's quite um, explicit. Oh, did I just say explicit? (laughs) It's or implicit. You know, it's I mean, bad language. (laughs) It's Netflix. The you know, it's got sexual content and, you know, animated nudity. But it really it follows a group of middle schoolers that are hitting puberty and it hits it hard. It really Mm. goes in deep to all of the shit we all go through that no one ever talks about mm. or that no one ever talks about correctly or compassionately. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah, you're 13. 
you are going to jerk off 20 times a day. You are going to yeah. get a boner when you do not want one. And you go, <laughs> if I don't want a boner right now, then how could I have one? Because it's physiological, you know? Yeah. And so when I say, um, Jamie Lee, to live in but reality, I-, I guess that's part of what I'm saying is what is real? What is, you know physiological what is inherent in being a human being person you know that homo sapien that comes along with hitting puberty and Mm -hmm. besides all that we have the social side of it we have safe sex we have consent we have a lot of stuff that comes into it and when i say and again i mean how many times this episode is going to say i don't mean to get political but <laughs> you know if i were living in reality i would not tell my kids abstinence is the only way to go thank you you know i would yeah. not uh, because it's not true and it's not helpful and it's not um it doesn't work yeah so that's kind of what i meant just by living in reality go ahead clark it's so yeah no it just it's so wonderful to hear you talk about that reality part of it because that's really the key Uh, the the whole birds and the bees concept to me from the beginning feels horrible like you don't need metaphors that's the one point in life where you don't need to try and like make cutesy things like forget about it just be honest just tell the truth say the word penis say the word vagina your kids won't blow up you just have to be honest and truthful with them and and tell them exactly what happens yeah you tell talk about love you talk about sex you talk about relationships they're three different things and should be handled in three different ways (laughs) so you, you just have to be honest with them talk to your kids as if they're oh i don't know real people you know, yeah. and real people deserve respectful, thoughtful answers. So just be respectful and thoughtful and tell the truth. Don't and, dance around shit. Yeah. And also, a lot of how you can approach a conversation like this with your kids is really based on the the relationship you already have. Do you already have an open relationship that's kind of relaxed? Do you have a kid that, you know, is just like, forget it, mom, like slams his door. And then you're going to be like, can we talk about your penis? You know, it's going to be like, (laughs) they turn on that loud head banging music. Um, Because another (laughs) thing you can do is you might not be the best person to have the conversation with your child, children, whatever it might be your spouse or significant other. It might be an aunt or an uncle. It might be a trusted, you know, friend of the family. So, and, and you can also seek advice from people whose kids know, Find a friend whose teenage daughter is pregnant and ask what they did. <laughs> the opposite. Uh, they'll yeah. probably say we pushed abstinence. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it is important to to be open to that, but to really, again, within this the the concept of the reality of the situation. What is the reality of your relationship with your kids? Obviously with you the love kid. them. They're yeah. your kids and you're their mom and of all course. that kind of stuff. Of but course. as far as talking about stuff, where are you at? You gotta have 
you have to have at least a little bit of uh, so it has to be somebody that the kid respects. Uh, so if you're doing nothing but arguing with your kid all the time, that's you're maybe you're not the person that uh, should be giving the talk. Yeah, because you're right. I, I think you're absolutely right. It could easily be a friend of the family and, you know, somebody that's close to the kid and that the kid respects. Yeah. You know, and that you can trust will tell them the truth yeah, and not exactly right. Goof like off. You choose and, someone and they're like, well, I can't tell you, but I can show you. First, that's Billy, a, the penis goes in the ear. Yeah, that's the wrong person. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, Clark, seriously, I watched through um, Big Mouth twice, and I think they should wow. show this show to sixth graders. I think wow, everyone, really? I, I think that this, and and I, I say that kind of conceptually, hey, conceptually, no pun intended, but <laughs> I mean, it is very, it is extremely rated R. So no one's huh. ever going to maybe do that, but only you have a really right. kid like kid, but you're not going to watch the whole series. Uh, maybe we should, maybe you could just find uh, a couple of good episodes that really yeah. focus on puberty and growing up. And yeah, uh, but it's actually, you know, know what it's a, besides the fact that I think it's a great show and I've laughed a lot. I mean, Nick Kroll are, and John Mulaney. It, well, exactly. Exactly. And there's so many like just talented, really funny people Fucking involved. Geniuses. Yeah. But seriously. honestly, watch that show. Yeah. And take in the theme. I mean, I'm assuming you'll enjoy it because you're listening to it's my an enjoyable show. And it, yeah, you're not like, well, they wouldn't approve of that at the church. And I'm like, <laughs> if you're at the church, why are you calling me to ask about sex? <laughs> that girl from Nickelodeon. I don't know what to do with my kids. Should I call the girl from you Nickelodeon? But, By um, the way, I do think that you've been the voice of every single questioner so far. Every person that's asked a question, you've given me their voice. I this has I, been a really yeah, fun episode. I, I have a habit of that. But, but as far as like seriously watching Big Mouth, look for the themes. Look for the, especially there's a lot of um, subplot and a lot of theme around shame. In the show, mm. and what the kids are ashamed of, and how that manifests, yeah. and that's really something to because it's not only about you know where do I put it and why is it hard and I don't know right. and I feel sick once a month and my boobs are small <laughs> you know it's it's yeah. about the emotions and everything yeah. behind it and that's what and the fears, show is into fears. a lot oh a lot of fear so yeah. Um, yeah, Jamie Lee, good luck. I hope you watch the show. And when you're done talking to your kids, call and explain it to me because I just, <laughs> I mean, my ears rode hard and put away wet. So I think I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> absolutely. Well, that absolutely wraps us up. Uh, we Ooh. had such a great time today. This was a really fun podcast. I hope you had fun listening to it. Uh, but if you have any questions for Lori Beth, please send it to us at AskLoriBeth.com. You can hit us up on all the socials at AskLoriBeth or just leave a message with your name and where you're from at one 855 Denberg. That's one 855 And you can find me at... L.B. Denberg. You can find me at 
at LB Denberg on Instagram. <laughs> and you can find me on Cameo if you want to book me for a special message to a loved one. You. You. And uh, Clark, I'll send one to Karen for free. You don't have to pay. Yay. Um, That's just called FaceTime. Yeah. And then watch my <laughs> Instagram for updates and stuff. Please keep sending us in these great, great questions. I truly Yay. appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much and good night. Good night. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question in there. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.